Hey there, welcome back to one more new episode in Salesforce Cast podcast. And in the previous session, we looked at some of the top features that were released or published with Spring 19 release and all the left out other features that are not covered in the previous episode. I'll try to cover in this episode. And by the way, let's get started. So one of the considerable changes that I want to bring it up now is changes in Lightning Locker service. Lightning Locker service is changed to something called Lightning Locker as in the concept remains intact. No change is made to the behavior or the concept of lightning locker service just the name is changed from lightning locker service to lightning locker just to make sure that the naming convention is in sync with the lightning ecosystem and in case if you don't know what is lightning locker service or lightning locker then i would request you to check out an episode that i did long back and just to give you a brief idea lightning locker service or lightning locker it sandboxes either your lightning component or lightning web component and it makes sure that the data within this component is not shared without your permissions or in other words the data is not shared with the other components unless you explicitly specify it and the reason why we would need this feature is what if i publish an app exchange app and when you try to insert that app into your lightning experience behind the scenes this app starts eavesdropping your data and it starts sending that data to a malicious server what if something of this sort is running behind the scenes just to make sure such things are not possible lightning locker service blocks all the resources and it makes sure that the data is not shared with other components unless and until we explicitly mention it so just to sum it up lightning locker service is no more the name is changed from lightning locker service to lightning locker just the name is changed and the concept remains intact and lightning locker is also applicable or it also works fine with lightning web components even there the concept remains the same it makes sure that all the lightning web components that we build are sandbox and the data or resources within the lightning web components are not shared with other components unless and until we explicitly mention it this is about lightning locker or lightning locker service and the next new addition that is available with this release is salesforce came up with a new tag called lightning unsaved changes this is the standard out of the box component that is available from spring 19 release what this tag does is when the user tries to close a tab or navigate to some other page without saving the data or input that he has given in that scenario user will be shown a pop up kind of a thing asking the user to either save or cancel it user can choose any option and based on his option data will be either saved or the unsaved changes will be discarded this feature will be really helpful when you want to make sure that all your unsaved changes doesn't go for a toss when you do the navigation quickly and the next change that is brought to lightning experience is whenever we try to create aura attributes whenever the type is either array or list or set earlier we were allowed to set the default values just by having them as comma separated values without any square brackets or without enclosing the default values within square brackets that feature is deprecated now when you try to give default values without enclosing them in square brackets then you might expect some kind of unexpected behavior since that change is brought to lightning experience the way we define default values for either array or list or set kind of attributes is we need to wrap all the default values which is nothing but comma separated values in square brackets it's only then it works as expected else you can expect some kind of unexpected behavior the next change that is rolled out with this release is whenever we want to navigate the user from one component to an external url then we were doing it using an event which is navigate to url but now that is changed the way we do it now is we need to make use of a page reference type which is standard double underscore web page before we talk more about standard double underscore web page page reference type let us try to understand how do we deal with 
navigating the user from one component to another component we were using something called lightning navigation in the component and back in the js controller we were trying to get reference to this particular tag which is lightning navigation and after that we are trying to create a variable which is page reference this is nothing but a json object and in this json object we are trying to pad it up with all the variables as in do we want to send the user to other component or do we want to send him to article page or do we want to send him to object home page so on and so forth there when we want to navigate the user to other component then in this json object destination becomes standard double underscore component and then we had to specify the component to which we are passing the user to followed by that we are trying to give the params that we want to pass and finally we were calling the dot navigate method just like that when we want to navigate the user from one component to an external url then the way we do it is we'll make use of something called component dot find we will get access to the tag lightning column navigation after that we need to create a json object and there attributes become standard double underscore web page and then we need to give the actual url to which we need to pass the user so that when there is any input from the user which is either clicking a button or clicking a link user will be redirected from this component to external url altogether this is one of the new changes that is brought to the existing framework and the next couple of changes that we'll be discussing are related to visual force pages starting this release we can make sure that we show a toast message to a user in a visual force page and the way we do it is we'll use the syntax which is s4.1.show toast that is the method which is show toast and this method which is s4.1.show toast acts as a wrapper to the actual toast message that we use in lightning components and to this method called show toast we'll start adding all the parameters which is we can set the title and we can set the message if you remember what i have mentioned earlier this method show toast it acts as a wrapper to the actual show toast event that we have in lightning just like how we assign attributes like title message and making that a sticky header in lightning component we can make sure that we assign the same attributes to show toast message that we'll be using in visual force page to make sure that we display the toast message to the user so this toast message that will be showing to the user in visual force page will have a title it will have a message we can make it sticky we can change the color from the default gray to green just like how we can configure it in lightning experience this is one nifty little feature that is added to the javascript library that we can use in visual force pages and the next change that is rolled out with this release is in a visual force page whenever we use standard controller attribute and when we try to give a custom objects api name to standard controller attribute in that scenario in that particular vf page there was no way for us to use apex detail and apex enhance list tags to be included in the visual force page there was always some kind of conflict between these two tags and now that conflict is fixed now you can go ahead and you can start using apex detail and apex enhanced list both these tags in a visual force page which has got standard controller assigned to a custom object and everything works fine as expected the next feature that is rolled out with this release is related to sql queries in apex framework whenever we wanted to enforce field level security and object level security on uh, subqueries and cross object relationships we used to get this done by writing bit of a code starting this release salesforce gives us something called with space security underscore enforced by using this keyword it makes sure that field level security and object level security is reinforced on subqueries and cross object relationships this way the query will be lot more verbose and i'm sure developers are going to love it so these are some other features which i felt are noteworthy so that's all for this session 
and in the next week we'll resume back with one more episode and before i end it let me try to pull a shameless plug if you want to learn salesforce or if you want to enhance your salesforce skill then you can go back to my website which is www.salesforcecast.com you can sign up for any of the membership plans that are available and that's all see you